Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm your host for today, Van Iveson. And we're continuing our journey through our annual read, Daily in His Presence by Andrew Murray. Today we continue our theme, The Secret of the Cross, and discovering the life that is crucified with Christ. The focus for today is that they cannot be my disciples. In Luke 14, verse 26, our text reads, and Jesus says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and his mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Okay, so what is going on in this passage of scriptures? This seems very odd and very troubling. I mean, does Jesus really want you to hate your family in order to be a disciple of him? Uh, for, for most of us, we come across a passage like this, and it doesn't sound right. It's inconsistent with what we know about the teaching and the life of Jesus. Now, while others of us, this is just the justification that you need. You have found the verse concerning your in-laws. Well, no, the obvious answer is no, and no, you cannot claim this as your life verse directed towards your mother-in-law. In fact, in scriptures, we see a command to honor your father and mother, a command to love your wife and to lay your life down for your wife, your children, and for brothers and sisters, your neighbors. You have to love your neighbors. So again, how do we make sense of this text? What kind of life of discipleship is Jesus calling us to when he says we are to hate those who are closest to us? See, I think a perspective of the Old Testament helps us understand this New Testament passage. You see, the Hebrew word sane most of the times is translated to hate. For for example, the Bible tells us that we are to hate idols, to despise, detest, to loathe false gods. But sometimes in a family context, the same Hebrew verb sane is used and it doesn't mean to hate like we are to hate false gods. It's referring to an ordering of our prioritizing, an ordering to our loyalties with respect to people. Here's an Old Testament example. If you look at Genesis chapter 29, verse 31, Jacob loves Rachel. But his other wife, the one that his father-in-law Laban tricked him into marrying, Leah, the Bible says that he sanes her. In this case, instead of translating sane as hate, it usually translated as unloved. What is being described as Jacob's relationship with his two wives is, of course, his favorite, the one whom he prioritizes as first, the one who most has his loyalty and devotion and love is Rachel. And the one who he sanes, the one who is second in importance, is Leah. So it doesn't mean that Jacob hates Leah. Rather, it just means that he doesn't love her. His devotion to her is not as great as his love and devotion to Rachel. Now, with that backdrop in mind, I believe we can better understand what Jesus means in Luke chapter 14, verse 26, when he says we should hate our parent, wives, children, siblings, sisters, and even ourselves. He's not telling us to hate them in a sense of despising them. He's talking about a prioritizing of our loyalties, a prioritizing of our devotion and our love towards those who are in our lives. Jesus is saying, if you wish to be my disciple, you, I must 
be first. I must be the one who claims the totality of your heart and your mind and in your soul. I mean, this is the Shema, right? This is the greatest commandment that Jesus echoed in the Gospels. In the Shema, in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. That is to say that your love towards God supersedes your love and your devotion, your loyalties to everyone else. That's the kind of discipleship that Jesus is calling his followers to. So he's not telling us to hate members of our own family. He's saying to understand our relationship to members of our own family from the perspective of our relationship to God. The reason why Jesus is calling us to this kind of discipleship is because of the fall. You see, because of sin, we live with disordered desires. We live with disordered loves. In other words, what we think what we, we want, what we think we need is out of whack. It is disordered. We prioritize the wrong things. As St. Augustine said, the essence of sin is disordered love. You see, disordered love means that we often love less important things more and more important things less than we ought to. And this wrong prioritization leads to unhappiness and disorder in our lives. I mean, just think about your own life or your possessions or your family. If we prioritize that more important to God himself, then we have put an unnecessary burden on the things that we love, the people that we love, that they cannot fill for us. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to crush that relationship. But if we put them in the proper place, our, our possessions, our, our own lives, our family in the right place, then we can truly enjoy them for what they are meant and designed to do for us. And so as Andrew Murray puts it, it's only once you've learned to know that the love of Christ through faith and receive that from him after which your immortal souls hankers that giving up these things becomes a privilege, things that once seemed difficult to do without. Then you will know what it means to receive Christ as gain. Let's pray our guided prayer for today. Lord, thank you that you supply all that you expect from me. Help me Two, to be aware of the sin in my life and all its ugliness. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. And if you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.